For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Hi, Johanna. How are you? Hi, Laura. Um, I am. I am. I'm mad. I'm angry. (laughs) Okay. So, is there anything at all that we can consider an okay thing going on? Is there anything at all that we can consider what? That will be considered good in any way that is going on. Uh, between Stephen and I or just for me? Or... No, no, just you, just for you. <clears throat> I'm, I'm your person, just for you. <laughs> um, for, um, yeah, I mean, last, last week I went to Oakland, spent a lot of time with friends. That was good. Um, I got back on track with work, and that was good. So that's good. Yeah. And how was the weekend with your with your son? Um, it was okay. It was a little hard. He's going through a lot of stuff. So we were, I mean, it's always good to see him. But we were both going through a lot of stuff. Okay. Okay. So that, that was a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Or just, um, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't bad, and then I saw him when I went to Oakland. So um, that was good. Good, good. So what uh, I would love to see what else is going on before I know that we today we were going to do some self-forgiveness work to shift the pattern of, like, why that this, you know, like feeling puzzled and why all this is making sense to you. But I want to know if there's anything else happening that needs prior attention. Yeah, yesterday morning. So Stephen has one brother, Michael, who lives in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. As, as you tell me, are you are you tapping? I want I want us to tap through the um, Yeah. Okay. And um, and his dad is here. Um, his dad is here for the weekend. He came on Thursday, so he had some days with Stephen and then days with us together, which is good. And then yesterday morning, we found out that Michael was attacked on Saturday night and was robbed and his car was stolen and uh, he was knocked out and he's home with a concussion, which is a really big deal. And uh, so that set them both off and which is, you know, which I totally get is a really big deal. Yeah. And, at the t- and at the same time, and it feels selfish, but that's what's there for me. At the same time is, you know, I feel like there has been a lot of attention around my call and just because of the stuff he has been through. So when... Stephen's mom had a stroke. It is basically Stephen who takes care of a lot of things. 
And mm. so now I go like, okay, we're in this process, and it's hard, and it needs attention. And now this happens. So um, I, I find it really hard to see patterns show up and where I feel like Stephen might put things on the back burner because mm-hmm. Michael needs attention. And um, so even though I understand it, it also brings up a lot of fear for me because I go like, we're just in this process. And here we are again. It's like he's talking about how stressed out he is, how how much he has going on at work, how, and that's the pattern. You know, that's what I've heard for five years. So I go like, so here we are again. And... Um, and he has so it's like he, he doesn't have he's not he doesn't have the energy or the attention because there's other things going on to actually heal or, or focus on the two of you and what is going on. Yeah, for you. and yeah, it it feels like it's an it's not an easy diversion, but it's a diversion, you know. Right. And it feels like it's really hard to say like, okay, you know, this is this is really bad and. This is really a priority for me right now, so how how can it all fit? Right, right. And what is happening? So, so what is, because you were going to get, your your wedding was coming up. When when was the, you had a, your date is, when is the we date? Had, you know that it's, uh, October 17th. Okay, so there's a little bit of time, but what's going on, what has happened, what's so, so big that you you do need time, and what's, so if he when he gets into these stressful places, like okay, there's no energy or time to to this, you know, to be destined to you and the, the relationship. Is that what happens? Well, I mean, he's there, but it's like so. For example, he has a exercise with Stefan that he really needs to hit the bed or the pillows with a bat, and then okay. you know he he doesn't do it. He has trouble with that, so he does it for a little bit. And and it drives me nuts because it's like for me it's like he's a pressure cooker. It's like go and hit that bed, make mm-hmm. that a priority. You know, tell us to get out of the house because you've got to do that. And yeah. that doesn't happen. So I think like your brother is attacked. Perfect time to hit your bed. <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah. know. I just feel like it's like how come you're not making that connection? But he's not. So yeah, wedding date. So we we haven't talked about it because it was like, okay, we're getting into couple therapy. He still doesn't have his own therapist yet. We're getting into couple therapy. You know, we have had two two sessions with Stefan. He still goes like, you know, I still want to get married. I have something like, you know what? You don't even have your own therapist yet. You don't have your own therapist yet. We haven't had full disclosure yet. I don't. Yeah. I can't say for certain that I know everything that happened. I feel like I don't even know where we're starting. And he goes like, yeah, that takes time, you know, it's a process. And I go like, yeah, I get that. But I think that process is going to take a little bit longer than another two and a half months or three and a half months, whatever it is. So that is where I am. But it's like we haven't talked about it, you know. And I think he lives in the illusion that he can still pull it off. And I was like, you have to show a lot more for it if that's what you want to pull off. And it's so, like you, it sounds, you sound frustrated and hurt. I am. Yes, because I, 
Because yesterday, too, it's like I, I asked him, because I get concerned. You know, usually on Sunday night, he goes to, you know, he goes to a meeting. His dad was here, so we ended up going to a movie. But I'm concerned. And I tell him, I said, you know what? This happened with Michael. I understand you're under a lot of stress. You're telling me the upcoming week is really busy. I don't want to be your mother. I don't want to have to check up on you. And I am really concerned. You know, it's like, are you going to go to meetings? How are you going to work this? And it's, you know, what I'm hearing is, yes, he will go to meetings. And, but I also can feel the tension. And he doesn't like it, then I ask. And, and where I go is like, you know what? You're so lucky because I'm not checking your phone. I'm not checking your computer. I'm not asking you every day what you're doing. This might have been the third time I've been asking you about something since it happened. And it's like, you know, it's like, get with it. Get real. Because this, you know, I could have been all up in your business. So, yeah, I feel really frustrated. I feel really frustrated. I feel really frustrated when I, yeah, I feel like I can't. He's better than he was. He's less defensive than he was. But it's still there. And so there's, Okay, so, so tapping through the points, I feel like I get, I get scared that he's not going to do his part of the work. I get scared that he's not going to do part, his part of the work. And I get really angry that there's nothing I can do. And I'm really angry that there, that there seems to be nothing I can do. I cannot make him do it. I cannot make him do it. And being on top of him actually does not help. And being on top of him does not help. But it just makes me feel powerless. Because I feel so powerless. And I'm just so tired of this. And I'm so tired of this. This is like, it's painful and infuriating. It's painful and it's infuriating. Because the truth is, I want to feel that I'm a priority for him. Because the truth is, I want to feel that I'm a priority for him. And I don't think he gets the level of betrayal and pain he has caused me. I don't think that he gets the level of betrayal and pain he has caused me. Because he's just like brushing it off because other things come along. <laughs> he's just brushing it off because other things come along. And I just, I mean, I have no place to express this pain. And I have no place to express this pain. I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm nagging him. I don't want to feel like I'm nagging him. I'm claiming all the time, demanding. Yeah, I'm complaining all the time that I'm demanding. I just would really like him to understand. I just really would like him to understand and do his work. Yeah. If I am that important to him. If I'm that important to him, if he still wants to get married. I want him to show me in action, not words. I want, it, I want him to show me in action and not words. 
He needs to do his work. He needs to do his work. That's that's what I need. That's what I need. Take a deep breath. Just notice if there's anything else I No, I think that's it. And Johanna, who comes up? Is there a younger part of you that feels totally alone in this or betrayed or powerless? I wouldn't be surprised if there's, you know, a younger part of you that has felt not important or... Yeah, I think it's, you know, I mean, it's around my dad and my dad dying and it's just like, yeah, my mom had a really hard time and I, I get that, but it's... I felt very left with it. It's like, I had no... It's like, first my dad dying and my sister dying and it's like, I felt like I couldn't do anything with it. My brother, my brother is another thing. It's like he was in an accident. He came home. He had a year of rehabilitation. He came home. He was a pain in the neck. He was a pain in the neck. And it was like, but he got all the attention, you know? It was all, he, it's almost like he could do whatever he wanted to do. And it's like, I literally, I was 16. I wish. I so wanted to run away from home. I so wanted to just go somewhere, and I couldn't go somewhere. I, there was nowhere to go. Yeah. And it was so hard at home. Yeah. Okay. So can you see that 16-year-old? You can. I want you to either imagine it or remind, remember her from a, from a photo. Can you see her? Uh-huh. And I want you to introduce yourself to her. Just, you know, just let her know you go and tell her, you know, I am you all grown up and I'm here to help you. Okay. And is she okay with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Good. So we're going to actually let her know. I want you, the first thing that we're going to do is I want you to tell her that the, you're taking her away. For now, you're taking her away. Okay. I want you to take her to a safe place, a safe home. Maybe you can take her to the, the most wonderful home that you, you have lived in, even if it was briefly. That she feels safe, that she feels important and a priority. And we're going to invite her to tap. And she can tap on herself, but just as you tap through the points, the points imagine you're tapping on her, and we're going to talk to her, okay? okay. Repeat my words. Karate choke point together, even though you're feeling desperate. Even though you're feeling desperate. And that there's, there's no space or attention for you at all. And there's no space or attention for you at all. I am here to let you know you are very special. I'm here to let you know that you are very special. And I will take care of you, protect you, and love you. And I will take care of you, protect you, and love you. Tapping through the points. So much going on. So much going on. Mom can barely stay afloat with everything. Mom can barely stay afloat with everything. And your brother is such a pain. 
My brother, such a pain. He feels like he's a prince. Feels like he's a prince. And the worst of it is that mom treats him like a prince. The worst of it is that mom treats him like a prince, and he puts up with so much stuff from him. And it's just completely unfair. And it's completely unfair. He doesn't even realize I'm there. He doesn't even realize I'm there. And I need, I need some caring. And I need some caring. There's a lot going on for me as well. There's a lot going on for me as well. But there's nobody there to listen. There's nobody there to listen. And I just, I wish that I could run away. And I wish I could run away. So what is the feeling? If you could just describe her feeling, what is it? Is it feeling hopeless, desperate, angry? She's feeling hurt. She's probably feeling abandoned. Yeah, feeling trapped, feeling abandoned. Yeah. 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 And feeling that 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 nobody cares about her. Yeah, no, but there's no space, you know, there's no yeah. space for me. Yeah. Ask her, who does she want the space and the attention from? Who does she really want to listen? It's like, um, I want my brother to be considerate. Okay. Okay. Because what is he doing to Is he doing something to her, to the 16-year-old? Or is he just like so, so self-involved? No, even... he's just so self-involved. It's like, you know, we had a small house, playing music really loud, being rude to my mom. Like there's a lot of tension in the house. Right. You know, he's really angry. So it's like yeah. it's, all, it's all right there. Okay. Okay, got it. Perfect. Okay, so so I want you to tell tell your 16-year-old these are the words that you're going to say. We are actually, I'm going to help you talk with your brother. I'm going to help you talk with your brother. Now, that's tell, I, notice if she gets really scared or what's her response when when you say, you know, we're going to talk to him and tell him, tell him what he needs, you know, what he needs to change. Like he, he's not going to care. You know, he's not going to care. He's not going to listen. Okay, we're going to make him listen. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to make him listen. (laughs) Yeah, because there has to be some sort of consequence. So here, here, I want you to just, um, is is she scared of him or she's just like, what's the point? It's more like. Um. I think it's both, you know. It's like scared to confront him um, because then he will come down on her. And it's, okay. um, yeah, so scared to confront him. And also, you know, why would I take that risk? Because he's not going to listen anyway, and it's just going to get worse. Good point. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Okay, so tapping through the points I'm telling her, you feel like it's totally... Pointless. You feel like it's totally pointless. He'll not. He's not going to listen. Because he's not going to listen. And he'll do whatever the heck he wants. He do whatever the heck he wants. That's what he's. It's always been like. He's always been like that. 
And there's no point in risking it. And there's no point in risking it. I'm just going to make matters worse. Right. Right, exactly. It's going to make it worse for yourself. Yeah. So it's better to just avoid. So better to just avoid. Now, I want you to tell her something. Say these words to her. Because I'm coming from the future. Because I'm coming from the future. I have some superpowers. (laughs) I have some superpowers. And I'm going to share them with you. And I'm going to share them with you. So I want you to touch her, your magic wand, your hand, whatever it is, and I want you to see that she grows in size. She becomes really tall, maybe like eight feet tall. Okay. And and not only that, but she gets, she she looks still the same, a 16-year-old, you know, wonderful girl, but she has extreme strength. Like she's like, you know, she could just like, if she chooses to, she could just touch something and destroy it. Okay. And she also has the power, I want you to notice that she has the power to freeze anyone. So okay. she's gonna walk she's gonna walk into into her brother. How how does she feel? Does she need anything else to be able to, to go and confront him? No, she's pretty good for that. Okay. Cool. So they're going into into yeah, and you can go with her. You can say, Okay, we're gonna go talk you know, talk with your brother. Okay. And so you walk into his room or wherever he is, put the music uh-huh. down so he can listen and uh-huh. freeze him right away because before he even opens his mouth, he's frozen. That's it. Okay. And you see that he's, he can listen. He can really listen, but uh-huh. he, cannot move, he cannot move an eyelash. He's frozen. <laughs> okay. And we're going to let her know there will be no consequences to these because I want you to tap. And as you tap through the points, I want you to let her say, what would you like to tell him? What would you like to tell him? And then shall I just say it? Yes, please. Okay. You know, I'm sorry you're really angry, and I get it that you're angry about your circumstances, but this is really not working. We're living here in a small house with the three of us, and we have to live together. It's like you're bullying mom and me. It's just really not working. So you need to turn down your music, go get a set of headphones if that's what you need, get a set of headphones and listen to your music that way. And you have to talk differently to mom. You have to respect her. She's your mom. You might have issues with her. You have a lot of trouble yourself. I get that. But you still have to respect her. And you still have to respect in a talk in a respectful manner. So you can choose. You can be part of the family and make this work and make this work for everybody and go and get help yourself to deal with your anger and all your stuff. There are counselors out there. So go and get help. Or leave. Go somewhere else. You know, because you don't have to be here. But don't have mom do everything for you and then talk down to her. Don't terrorize the house. It's our home. It's the home for all three of us. And mom has gone through a lot. 
Now, understand it's not easy to be with her. I get all that, but you need to get your own help because you're really making matters worse, a lot worse. And by the way, what you did, you did it yourself. And I don't want to guilt trip you, but you don't have anybody to blame. You know, we didn't do that to you. So you have to get with it and figure it out. Yeah, so from now forward, so these are, these, the way you have been behaving until now, it's stopping now. So how you have been behaving till now, it's stopping now. Otherwise, you're actually, I'm going to make sure you leave the house. Otherwise, I'm going to make sure you leave the house. And I want you to do something. I want the 16-year-old to do something to prove to him that the strength she has now, that this is no BS. You, she's not lying. This is no bullshit. This is like, you, you know, test me and you will see the consequences. Okay. Good. How does a 16-year-old feel? Oh, really empowered. It feels so great. Yeah. Is there is there anything else that she needs to tell him or to do? Anything at all? No, nothing that comes up. Okay. Great. Does she want anything from you? Because we want the the ultimate thing is that we want her to feel that she is really important and that mom has attention for her. She does it, you know, that she's not just inconsequential. She does have, you know, like she... Because you know what, maybe she can she can go up to mom and say, "Mom, you know, I I solved the things with, with you know, with your son. I don't I don't remember his name. I'm sorry, and things are yeah. gonna change now." Okay. Is there so, anything she needs? Yes, and I want you to yes, go ahead, please. Okay. So, mom. Like things are changing around here. Yana's gonna behave, but that also means you need to take care of yourself. And so he cannot be the sole priority. We have to be able to talk as a family. I have to be able to talk with you about what's going on with me. You know, I cannot just having to sail through because it's too much for you. Yeah. So we have to we have to find a way that we can talk about it. And so things are going to be different. You're the mom. It's a, you know, Jan is not, he's not the man of the house. You're the mom. You set the rules. And that's how it is. And so, you know, I give you some of my superpower so you can feel confident. You know what to do. Perfect. Perfect. Is there anything that she wants to hear from mom or that she needs? She, oh, that the 16-year-old needs for mom? Yeah. Um, confirmation that she will be there. Okay. And is, is mom, can mom do that, or do we need to do something for her to, to be able? Um, to giving her a little power. bit of the superpower really helps. Okay. I'm telling her it's not her fault. Uh, I think she is. Yeah. She feels incredibly guilty, incredibly guilty. So, the mom, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. 
And you can hold him accountable. You know, yeah, it's really hard what he's going through. And still, you still have to hold him accountable. So let's do let's do a special gift because I think that this is going to, you know, you have some guilt and some issues with self-forgiveness. Let's actually do a special thing for mom. Because okay. what, what is she blaming herself for? Um, that she wasn't um, a good mom because it happened like six years after my dad died so that she didn't show up enough for my brother. So I mm. think she has both, you know. I think she feels guilty and she feels really angry because it's also like, how? In a, why the fuck did she do this? You know, but my brother, my brother was in school and he was, he was learning to be a chemical analyst and we were on vacation and he was home by himself and he was playing with chemicals, put them together, made little bombs and one went off in his hand. So he basically blew himself up. Right. So it's like, you know, partly he has a, she has, wow, that is so interesting because that's what I feel. It's like she feels betrayed, you know, she mm. feels betrayed. It's like, we went on vacation, you could stay home by yourself, and you fucked up. Big right. time. So not only, you know, it's like our vacation, not only, you know, you betrayed me, you, you know, you used my trust, um, you cut our vacation short, I already have so much on my plate, now you added more to it, it's just, it's just crazy. How in the world could you do that? Yeah. What were you thinking? That's, yeah. That, and it's, it's very much the same, interestingly. Yeah. Yeah, I just realized that. Yeah. So I want you to see that, so mom is like completely overwhelmed and there's a lot going on with her, Right. There's just right. a lot going on. And it's such a parallel with you right now. It's right. very much the same thing. Because it's like probably there's a part of her that is thinking, and I hope it was, hope you're still tapping, right? We're both tapping. To the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, oh, yeah, you bet. Yeah. Wonderful. Because, <laughs> see, there's also a smaller part. So she, see, she's really, probably really, really angry, but there's a smaller part that is much deeper that says, Maybe we shouldn't have gone on vacation. What if I actually would have been more present these past six years? What did I do wrong, right? Yeah, that is actually absolutely. feeding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, what we're going to do is we're taking mom to, these, uh, to a special healing clinic, and she's going to actually get to have two therapists that are going to be there for her and they're going to teach her tapping. I want you to just see her that she's just beautifully taking to these, <clears throat> we can call it a spa. If she doesn't want to go to a clinic, we call it whatever you want. But there she okay. goes. Can you see her there? Uh-huh. And she's going to be pampered. So if she has any, does she have any resistance about tapping or expressing herself? No. What I see is that she's really happy and finally can relax. Wonderful. So... So we're going to give her these two therapists that are going to hold space for her, this sacred space, and she's going to have all the time that she needs. She has the reassurance that her kids are, are well taken care of, there's family members, friends, special carers. She, she's, she can feel okay with that, and this is a time for herself. And she's going to start, 
she's going to be tapping and she's going to be like letting it all out. It was so like everything that happened in her life started when she was a little girl and just expressing everything, all the unfairness that life just gave her. I mean, it's just so, so unfair and messed up, right? Right. So she's just voicing everything. And it's like, why would she deserve all of these? This is just so not okay. What what could possibly, what could possibly she have, would she have done to deserve that her husband dies, her daughter dies, her, her son betrays her and bullies her? I mean, it's just so, so unfair. So... That can she actually, is she able to express the frustration and the the unfairness of it all? Uh, yes, she can. Okay. It was her emotion, the first, her emotion was primarily anger or sadness? Sadness. Okay. So I'm guessing that she has gone through the sadness and she's now expressing some of the anger and the frustration, more the frustration, which is a mix, right, of sadness and anger. It's like, and she's there for days. She's there possibly for weeks until she's just like lets it all out and she starts crying rivers of tears, just crying and crying and crying until she's just released. She's just completely released. And she gets clarity that life is true. It isn't fair. That she's not a terrible person. And that she can move on in her life feeling empowered and feeling in charge of her own life. And she's going to be shown several training movies and take, she's going to take classes on how can she, you know, she's going to go through a grief program, she's going to go through a parenting program, and she's going to be taught how to parent kids that have also gone through losses and grief. Because she has gone through so much that as a single parent now, she doesn't have a clue how to actually help you or your brother. So she's actually given her the she's given the tools. And after weeks of these, she's fully just in a completely different place. And we're gonna have. Is there anything else that you can sense that she needs? Yeah, just knowing that she can come back there. Once she leaves, just knowing that if she needs help, that she can get the help. Help is a big thing yeah. for her. That she's not alone in it. Absolutely. She can go there even if she wants to. She can go there every week if she wants to. She can right. always return. And she, there's always and there's a very special thing that whenever she's there, there, there's special helpers that can help with her house and her children. So she's just, just relaxed. And have that. But this is an enlightened mom, Johanna, because this is a mom that understands not just herself and her situations, but also she understands you. 
So she can set boundaries with your brother, be loving and also firm, you know, clear and firm. And she can also be very caring and attentive towards you. Because in a way, I'm guessing you were more of the quiet one. Or your brother was making so much of a racket. Yeah, it seems like I, I think I expressed some of it. It's just like, yeah, she didn't know what to do. I think that has been my whole life. I would express things and then it kind of was dismissed. So, yeah, she can hear it now. So what, it. Said, what, would you, what would you like to tell her? You were to share with her, Mom, I'm just, I'm struggling in school. I'm struggling with boys. This is what's going on. I, I need your help. What, what would you tell her? Say, Mom, I just need to come home and and feel like I'm safe. I just need to come home and feel like, you know, I can relax and I can do the work I need to do. Um, I'm feeling really sad, you know. I'm feeling really sad about Dad and about Gerda, and it really sucks that Jan had the accident, and I'm really scared. I'm really scared. I don't want to be different. And I am so different. You know, I didn't know anybody who went through this. So I feel so different and I don't know what to do with it. I feel like I just have to move on with life, but there's so much sitting there that I don't know how to move on. Besides just stopping it and keep going. So she's going to ask you, Johanna, what are you scared of? Being different, we're all different, and you're different in a special way. These are her words. What are you scared of? Um, I'm scared of that. I'm scared that I can't live life as I should, because I can't make sense out of it. I don't understand why this keeps happening. I'm scared that something will happen again. And that somehow you won't be able to protect yourself or know or just even know how to handle it. Right. It feels like no matter what you do, you, there's always something bad happening. Yeah, and even, you know, when I think it's going right, it's like there's something else again. So I'm always on the outlook. Yeah. yeah. And I even feel that right now with Michael. You know, of I course. feel like... This, there's just this big thing we're dealing with. I said, fuck, it's like, you must be kidding me. Yeah. But again, it's like you're being put in the, in the back burner, right? So let's, you know what I think would be really, really crucial? 
cool. What is the young? As you close your eyes for a moment, take a deep breath. Put your feet on the ground. And ask your heart, who is the one that is so hurt and so much pain that needs some loving, caring reassurance? You mean who's the one, me at a certain age? Yes. Like there's a part of you within yourself that is so hurt, Johanna. I don't know if it's a three-year-old, a six-year-old. Just notice what you see. If you allow yourself to see that little girl in your mind's eye, how old is she? She could be an infant. She could be tiny. Yeah, where I am right now, it, it's like, it, 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 what comes up is much older. That doesn't mean that that's it, but that's kind of where I am. It's like, you know, by 18, I was like so, so done. I couldn't keep it together. That's how I feel. Mm. Okay. And we can help her or we can actually say, we can, so let's, let's do these because I understand that by, by then, you, it's almost like you gave up. By 18, it was like, it was just too right. much, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, she, she's fully, she's fully there, which is, which is similar to how you feel right now. Right. Right. And what I would like to, is she the one that we want to, we need to support right now? Because it could be that she's the one instead of going earlier. It seems like at that point there were so many things one after the other that she's like, okay, whatever, I'm done. Right. Yeah, I think that yeah. uh, she came up, so I think that's a good starting point. Okay. See okay. where, Sounds see good. what else comes okay. up. So I'm going to start, right, tapping through the points and talking to her. Imagine you're tapping on her as well, although she's tapping yeah. on her. And we're going to say, even though you're feeling powerless, powerless and helpless, even though you're feeling powerless and helpless. Just completely done. Just completely done. Nowhere to turn to. Nowhere to turn to. It's just so, so disheartening. Just so disheartening. So scary. So scary. Life is really awful. Life is really awful. What's the point? What's the point? What is, you know, life is just, just not good. Life is just not good. And there's no other way to look at this. And there's no other way to look at this. Your life has been one loss and pain after another. Your life has been one loss and pain, one after the other. And there's no more space within you to hold it together. There's no more space within you to hold it together. I am here to help you and support you. And I'm here to help you and support you. And Johanna, I want you to see that there is a spiritual presence with you, with the two of you. It's not just the two of you. You want me to? I can. I'm there as well. But there's also a spiritual presence okay. that is holding the two of you. 
And I want you to see, to show her what that presence is or is doing for the two of you. Okay. And what else would you like to tell her? What do you want to say to her? Just, just take a deep breath. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to take it, have it all together. You really can take your time. Just take your time. Yeah, that's the main thing. You have you don't have to have it all together. Just take your time. How about if would she like to what what does she need? So knowing that everything's gonna that that she is okay who, as who she is, and that it's okay to take all the time that she needs. Like, yeah, you're you're a beautiful person. You have yeah. a lot to offer. You really have a lot to offer, and and good things will come your way. Don't worry about it. But just take your time. Take your time to relax and get to know yourself and see what's important to you. And and you will have what you want. But it doesn't, you can't force it. You can't make it happen. The best thing you can do right now is take really, really good care of yourself. Yeah. And what is it that she wants? What would she most want? Um, she wants me to stick around. Okay. Knowing, okay. knowing that she's okay. Um, yeah, she she just wants help going through it. She doesn't want to be alone. Yeah. She wants help going through it. Like she's willing to do it, but she just wants she wants somebody there that she can. Leave it like a fallback on, is it just like some mm-hmm. good, you know? Somebody who can give yeah. her perspective. Yeah. And would it be good to let her know that you're there, I can be there with the two of you, this presence is there, and that we're gonna that this is gonna be a, a continuous thing and we're gonna you're gonna check in with her and you're gonna be with, there with her. Mhm. Yeah. And in addition to that that how about letting her know that it is okay for her to cry all her tears, to express all her frustration or anger, all the unfairness of everything that she lived. Yeah, there's she a really lot of Yeah. And let her know that, you know, letting her know that she is, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell her, both of you, it's okay to take all the time you need to be with your feelings as much as you need so they don't get stuck, but they get, you know, they run through you. It's perfectly okay. And even if you're concerned that others may have, you know, a judgment about what you're going through or they don't understand, that's okay. Everybody goes through things and most people don't even do it while they're asleep and you're awake. And that's a beautiful gift. Meaning that you're, you know what's happening. You know that this is intense and that it's okay to feel all your feelings. 
They will pass. They will pass. But what is what is it? So she wants to support. You're going to be there. We're going to be there with her. Does she need anything from mom or anybody else? Does she have a boyfriend or anyone at this point? Yes, she? she is. She's actually she's engaged. Oh, okay. Uh, how is that? Is that a? Um, it's it's a good. Well, it's a good thing, but his parents just had an accident, and his mom just died. So it's just it's just crazy. It just feels crazy, and so where she is is like all her all her grief is stirred up, and his grief is stirred up, and the two kids just don't know what to do. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So. Let's give them tools. Let's give them tools in a special space, so for, especially for her, but for him as well, that he has support and they can both just understand about grief. And one thing that is coming up, Johanna, that I realize is that all of these is tearing up. And I imagine that you have done tons and tons of grief work and a lot of tears and everything. And yet this whole thing with Steve right now and his brother and everything is tearing up all of the previous issues, all the Uh previous instances, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because it's like, here I am again, not the priority, other things going on, things that are bad enough that I cannot ask for what I need because it's, it's just, it doesn't make sense or I will be selfish or, and yet... Within everything going on, let's come up with one or two small things that you need that you can request of yourself or of Steve or both that would actually be helpful. For example, you can request of yourself maybe half an hour or an hour a day could be 20 minutes, whatever you, you you know, depending on the days, the schedule and everything. But, you know, between 20 minutes and an hour a day that you are going to actually be present with yourself and do something that will be loving and soothing, very understanding. And I know you have your meditation and you, and that is extremely important and helpful. Is there any one other thing that you can do that is just, very loving and soothing. Um, take a bath. Beautiful. Beautiful. How about nature? Is there any place in nature that is that could just you know just look at a you know look at a tree or a garden or a flower and just like connect with? Yeah, I can. <clears throat> I've been wanting to plant some flowers in the garden so I can have, and we have been, but I can plant my own. That will be helpful. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's a, oh, just be putting your hands in the dirt and just planting something is so wonderful. It is one of my favorite activities as well. 
small things that I want you to do to actually bring you in touch with just some soothing energy for yourself. That is just bring some, some peace and a sense of like, you know, we're going through this shitty, this shitty tunnel and it's not fun. And just take just a few breaths and take a bath. Get some beautiful flowers. Just almost like a little a little window or a little break in the midst of everything else going on. To also honor whatever it is you're feeling. Mm-hmm. How does that feel to like to your soul? You know, to just allow that space within you. Yeah, that feels good. Is there anything that you want to ask of Steve? Even if it's you know, I know that he's super busy and this week is crazy, but there's some there's some things that could be done in like less than five minutes. I. The main thing is that he got an anger exercise. I want him to do his exercise. Okay. It's going to take 15 minutes. That's all. That's. I just want him to do that. Has he done it even once? Yeah, he has. He has done some of it. Okay. So, what would it be like if you actually said, you know, I need five minutes of your time to just express, you know, to have to express a request and why it's so important to me. And doing mm-hmm. it from a very clear and very, very loving place to yourself and him. And you can also request, you know, it would be ideal if you do it 15 minutes, but if you do five, that would be that would be better than nothing. Right. Right, because even five minutes is better than nothing. How would it be to express that, to ask that of him? You feel yeah, like you I think that's it? okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I can at least express it. Yeah. And and especially, what would you say that, it, why is this so important to you? Because um, it releases a lot of, it, uh, it releases a lot of tension and it releases a lot of tension in the house. Mm, okay. Because what I feel is like when I feel the tension build up, it's almost like then I know he's in trouble, you know, because he's mm. the, the tension gets suppressed. So when I know that he gets it out, it just everything just relaxes more. Yeah. Okay. And that will make you feel how. That it makes care, me feel more relaxed. Feel okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. like I, I. Then it feels like it matters. It feels like he's doing the work. You know, he's committed. Yeah. And uh, you know, and it makes it easier for me to do, to be around the house because I, you know, this is where I work. This is where I am. Yeah. And you know what, Johanna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite you to ask in a way that I know you can do it, but it's a little bit more challenging. Also, be uh-huh. very, if you can be vulnerable and say, this would make me feel that you truly care. Uh-huh. And 
it's, you know, the tension is not only that I get concerned because when there's tension, you know, I know that you get, you can get in trouble, but also it affects me in, in a very deep way because this affects the energy of the house, my work, and I want to, I need to, I really need a, a more peaceful space. It would mean a lot if you can do that for me. Which is very hard. It's much harder to ask something vulnerably for us. Like, you know, the, I would, I would really like, I would ask you to do these for me. Right. You would have these. I would feel like you care enough about me that you will take five minutes of your day that you have so much going on to make it to make the house better for me and to show me that I'm important to you. Uh huh. How does that how does that feel? Yeah, that feels okay. Is that okay? Mhm. What I what what do you need and how are you doing right now? Um I'm feeling I'm feeling a little calmer. And uh Um, yeah, it feels good to make the request of him. It feels good to be in a better place about that. So let's talk about what I know that we're not meeting for a bit. So let's uh, different things that I would recommend to do this during this time. Stay, spend time with your teenagers, like. You know, okay. doing your meditation before or after. Just connect with them because the 16-year-old came up today, the 18-year-old came up, and they both want you, want you know, they want support and they want to feel a company. I would, I would suggest that you invite someone who would they want. You know, it could be mom. It could be that you know the spiritual presence. It could be somebody else. It could be a very good friend or mentor of yours. So it's not just you. Uh-huh. To be someone to be there for them and for you. Okay. And do things together, like you know, you can in your imagination say, okay, you know, what would you like to do? And it's like, you know, they say, well, I don't know, we want to. What kind of things would they want to do? Like maybe they want to just go out of the house for a little walk, or they want to uh, have some fun. I don't know what that would look like. Maybe. They, I'm doing some drawings or anything that they would want to do. I'm going to invite you to n- notice that and see if you can incorporate that into your life. Okay. Okay. I don't know what they would they would request. And staying so that that would be a second thing, right? So take 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 a little bit of time, even if it's five or ten minutes, to do something that is soothing and caring. And fun. Mm-hmm. What are things that you do that are simple and fun for yourself? Oh, I I love reading poetry, and I actually had gotten a ukulele um, mm-hmm. about a year ago, a year and a half ago. And what came up last week is like, oh, I really need to start playing my ukulele. That it will be fun. So, yeah, that sounds wonderful. And, you know, uh, one of the things is that I don't know, we live in a very small area, but there's still 
once a week they gather all these people gather to just play the ukulele together and they're not they're not uh-huh. that great but I have a good friend that uh that plays it and she goes and she's like it's fine we're all messing around and it's just you know it's very lightly <laughs> you know nobody nobody's a genius at it but you know it's it's fun right right so right. I'm curious if there will be a you know if there's something like that or if that's something that you may be interested in um, yeah, but yes, I, things I, that are I'm sure funny. I can find out, yeah. And start making open and vulnerable requests to Steve and to yourself. Okay. Because uh, the, the whole, starting with your dad and your whole life, there's been such a, a pattern of abandonment and feeling alone. that to be able to make a request and have it responded in a positive way is really huge. Okay. Because I feel like life has led you down in so many ways. (coughs) The last thing that I wanted to share with you, Johanna, is that your emotional the emotional um, turmoil that you may feel at times, it's always connected with younger versions of yourself. So if mm-hmm. in the middle of tension or anger or sadness, if you just close your eyes and, you know, just see the younger part of you and imagine just give, holding her in your arms and saying, it's okay. It's okay for you okay. to feel scared. It's okay for you to feel angry or sad. It's okay. It's okay. But sometimes the biggest thing, the biggest fear is to not just feel the feelings and the pain, but to feel alone in it. Okay. And I don't know how, how these works with, with Steve, but uh, with Steven. Um, Steven, right? Steven, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but even ask him, you know, at times it's like even it could be in the middle of something that is not working or whatnot, and, and if you notice that that's the need, so could you just, can we just take, take two minutes, just hold me for two minutes and not talk. I just, I just want you to hold me. Would that be really hard to do, or do you think you could do that? Uh, no, I think that will be okay. Okay. So that, that is something that could be extremely soothing and getting a sense of really care, deep caring, um, even in the midst of tension or, you know, even in the midst of a crisis that you're going through. Okay? And I have okay. to share with you that I'm leaving this weekend, so if something comes up that you want to write to me or let me know this is, you know, I've been doing this, but this came up or whatnot, just let me know, and I will I will definitely reply, okay? Okay. Wonderful. We covered a lot of ground today as well. <laughs> we have to do, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and slowly, this is, you know, slowly but surely, things are going to get, there's, there's a, more of an empowered feeling that I want to support. Right, and we did it with okay. mom, and I wanted you to have that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because the, the thing that I want is for you to start feeling 
that you're you know that you're not a, a victim of life, but you are in charge and you can actually um, you can make an impact in your own life. That's okay. why it's about taking good care of yourself and making requests of what works for you, and request about what doesn't work for you. Right. Right. Wonderful. So anything at all, just let me know. I'm here. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Have a wonderful day. Okay. You have a great trip. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.